0: We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's.
1: Men from Modo. Digital strategy with Karyong Tom, Josh Frankel, and Kenji Egashira.
2: Intellect vast, cool, and unsympathetic.
1: Broadcast to the world with the uncanny help of mana Deprived and Face2FaceGames.com.
0: And we are live. I, I never know when we're actually live. It doesn't have a countdown, but we're live. Men from Moto number eleven, and Travis has decided to give me a mustache. I gave myself this hat. But anyways, we are going to be talking about uh, Magic Origins. Not, not the entire spoiler. I don't think we're going to be have time to get through this all of it in this uh, fifty minute to one hour show. But uh, just ahead of the previous. Least we can't, you know. I can't talk. We can't. I will be here. I'm here with Travis Semulin Sowers, and we're going to talk about uh, some cards. Um, so that uh, not only will it get me us ready for the pre-releases, will get me, uh, give me a, give me a head start to prepare for the Pro Tour. So, uh, are you ready? Are you ready, Travis, to put? the noobness of dragons and Tarkir behind <laughs> you and move forward with Magic Origins. Are
2: Absolutely. I've, I've had my ass kicked enough in dragons. I am ready
0: to move forward. All right. I'm just going to take a moment to say that we're live. Um, and Magic Origins review with Mr. Travis Simlin Okay, so um, I, I've, I've listened to Prepare for the GP. I actually listened to um, Limited Resources with LSV and Marshall, uh, mm-hmm. but those are like four plus hour long ones. I'm hoping that we don't have to do that. Like, hopefully I can go through some of the cards really quickly. And Travis, if you uh, happen to disagree, I have the spoiler in front of me, uh, feel okay. free. To uh, raise your hand or do funny gestures to get my attention. So okay. let's just start off with white, and hopefully maybe we'll get through white, blue, and and artifacts and lands for fun. But uh, let's just start with the first card, Acroian. Man, my, my pronunciation is terrible, also. So uh, <laughs> do you want me to do some of the card reading? Uh, well, how about we'll alternate? How about okay. I'll start with the first one. So the Acroian Jailer, uh, one white. Uh, for 1-1 one, one human soldier, it's it's a uh, typical tap uh, guy that's like master decoy, blinding mage, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Its ability is two, uh, one white, two colorless for tap and tap it, tap target creature. Um, typical tapping guy that is now getting more and more expensive. Like in dragons, we've got that uh, creature, that one drop that, you, know, you need to tap two creatures, and it doesn't tap all creatures. It only taps creatures with non-flying, I believe, without yeah. flying. Mm-hmm. And in the past, Blinding Mage and Master Decoy were, like, first... Uh, you were not embarrassed to first take these cards, right? Um, yeah. fact, I remember the, them being the best common oh, in oh. their colors. Oh, shit. Flame What's up? Sheep. You're interrupting us.
1: We just oh, started. no. What oh, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. You're the worst, Brian. I am so. the worst. Oh, I'm here and I have nothing important to say. <laughs> I'm just ruining just the podcast me. completely. You have to edit this whole part out. It's gone now. It's gone.
0: We can't. We're, we can't. Live. We're, live.
1: We're live. We're live. We're
0: actually oh, live. My
1: lord! This um. is the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Travis, I think this card is too slow and at the same time flaming sheep just get a spoiler from Mythic Spoiler or MTG Salvation up or whatever. Sure. Um, Where are we Travis? at right now? We're at the very first card, so we just start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not right. that light. Okay. So I don't okay. think this card's that good. It's just a, the ability is a bit too slow. What do you think, Travis?
2: Much like uh, Doomblade has turned into um, Reach of Shadows, I think this is kind of what we get for Tappers now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's great, but he does what, Tappers do. Like, if you've got three mana left at the end of their turn, that's not a bad thing. I just... The 1-1 body isn't relevant. If he was a two mana 2-2 with this ability, I'd say it's probably amazing. A one mana 1-1, I'm not excited, but it'll probably play like Dramoka Dunecaster did in Dragons, which is there's decks where you'll take it, mainly where you're being aggressive. I don't know. The effect's still still pretty damn powerful.
0: Yeah, tapping effects is... I agree with that. It's just like, even... Sometimes you play that, I don't know what set, but it was a recent set, the Tapper. Um, That was really slow because it was five mana, and the fact that I think that card was just like a defender. Um, You know what card I'm talking about that was in white? Yeah, it was like a big wall. Dazzling ramparts, I think. Right, right. So, I mean, a Tapper is never going to be horrible. Uh, It's just not, in this case, as excellent as as the older versions of it, where you just need one mana so you could, like... Play a decent guy and tap, and just keep attacking. Uh, while this, you have to like um, sacrifice. You're not going to use this like in the middle of your development, um, and but it's always useful in the late game when you're tapping their biggest threat. So uh, let's go jump to the next card. Okay, you're, you're up. You're up. Emperor Tactician,
2: two colorless, white, white a creature-human-soldier, 3-3, three, three. when Amprin Tactician enters the battlefield, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. I like it. This is a common.
0: You so, like it or you love it?
2: I like it. I like it. We're, we're not getting married, but we're certainly going on a date. <laughs> and and as you know, my, my standards future, for marrying are kind of, kind of low anyway, so this is not your future Miss Hours. but
0: <laughs>
2: I, I do like this card quite a bit. Like, especially with all the token effects you have, looking through, like, the... Uh, red has a ton of tokens, so I could see playing this, turning all your goblin and thopter tokens into 2 and swinging. Plus, it leaves behind a relevant body. I've been fairly happy with 4-mana three threes, regardless of format, and this one does not disappoint.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, what do you think, uh, Brian? So, one thing to note is that white actually doesn't look like one of the colors that, that has a heavy... Token theme. There's there's a bit of tokens, but it's not the the Thopter color, which uh, Travis and I were talking about a little bit before. Seems to be the like premier token uh, strategy of this set. Um, but it's fine. It's a four mana three three. It gives you a little bit of upside. You may be able to push through some uh, attackers uh, that you couldn't normally do before you cast it. So it's a fine card.
0: Right. I, I'm I, I'm on that same level. I don't think that. Uh, you're excited to jump into this type of card. It's a fine card. The the body's fine three three four four, and like you both said, like if I'm in red with a token themed, then this gets a lot better. Uh, because of that, but otherwise it's just a fine fine card. Uh, next up, Anointer of Champions. We've seen a, a card similar to this before. It's a one one for one human cleric and tap target Attack, creature gets plus one plus one until end of turn. Um, just. I've played this type of card before. I forget its older name.
2: Infantry regiment from Mirage. You know what I'm talking about, Travis? Yeah.
1: And he was yeah. There's there's... Well, I had him. Brian? Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say there's there's one before from Champions block, like Kabuto Moth or something like that. But I think it 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 could target any creature. It didn't have to be an attacking creature. And I think that was much better.
2: Yeah, also the ones before were often at common so you could get multiples and it would let you mm-hmm. force through a 2-2 through a 3-3 or something just from threat of activation. At, at uncommon, I'm not, like, I'll probably play this, but I'm not, like, crazy excited about it.
1: hmm
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, next up, Travis. Archangel of Tithes. Colorless, white, 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 creature angel. It's a 3-5. <laughs> it's a flyer. As long as Archangel of Ties is untapped, creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless their controller pays one colorless mana for each of those creatures. As long as Archangel of Ties is attacking, creatures can't block unless their controller pays one colorless for each of those creatures. Uh, that's a mythic bomb. Yeah, I mean, Heavy commitment to white, but the yeah. payoff's worth it. You, you need to be, what, at least ten planes in your deck for this to be anything close to reasonable?
1: Yeah. But it's it's sick. It's uh, four mana for three power in the air is already a good deal, and then it just makes it impossible for them either to attack or block and and, and uh, develop the board in any way because they have to leave mana up.
2: Well, it can still... Um, if you attack with it, they can still attack you without having to pay the
1: stuff, right? Oh, right, if it's untapped, yeah. It does not have vigilance. But, <laughs> <It> Sounds dirty. <laughs> um... But uh, but it's it plays whatever role you need. If you're on the defense, then keep it untapped. If you're on the offense, the, it's hard for them to block.
2: Yeah, I still don't think you're casting it on turn four unless you've got 10, maybe 11, maybe even more planes
0: in your deck. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think you need a shit ton of planes. Uh, That's an accurate way to put it, yes. Yes, 10, 10 is not enough. I, I would be like 11 minimum, um, but this is a uh, easy slam, just, just too good, a card yeah. of that weekend easily move on from. So uh, next is uh, Oromancer, a card that has featured in core sets uh, before. I've played it as like a 23rd card if I have a lot of um, pacifisms or a lot of that I think might might fall off or a lot of uh, holy strengths. I remember playing this card or a bunch of other things um, that I think I might need to use again, uh, get value from. Um, It's just been a solid card, and I don't see it. It's like a 6 out of 10. Do you agree with that, Travis? I'll maybe say 5 out of
2: 10. I was talking with Brian. It looks like there are some reusable enchantments in black.
1: Mm-hmm. There's like, a way of the underworld, right?
2: Yeah, I think that's the combo you're going for, and I'm not convinced that that's an amazing combo. No, you killed a two toughness thing and made a two two. You built a really crappy Necrotal for like what seven mana? Seven mana? I'm I'm not <laughs> entirely sure on that for the low low cost of seven
1: mana. Yeah, it's not it's not great. I don't think the enchantment they have an enchantment sub theme in this set. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I don't think it's going to be premier.
0: Okay, so far we've got like four
1: okay cards and one bomb. Uh, Brian, do you have the <laughs> next one in front of you. Awesome. All right, Avon Battle Priest, five and a white for three-three f- uh, flyer. And when it comes into play, game three life. Uh, Oopsie. Oop. Pass. It's got to be right. Like, don't you want your six mana bomb to win you the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it, yeah, no, this is awful. I would like something's gone wrong if, if I'm picking this and playing this as my sixth drop, I think.
0: <laughs> I mean I'm starting to hate I was starting to hate I was down with Travis uh GB Montreal. Starting to hate the dragons, the the three three dragons that mega morph yeah. into four fours. Um at least yeah. those you can morph them, and this yeah. one you're just stuck playing at six just seems entirely underwhelming for the game three life. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay. Another okay, okay-ish card, so hopefully things get better from here on out. Blessed Spirits, uh, white, two colorless, 2-2 two, two flying for three. Okay, this is looking good. Whenever you cast Enchantment Spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Blessed Spirits. Um, a Windrake with Upside. Don't hate this card, Travis. No, sign me up. The only thing I don't like is that it's
2: uncommon, so I can't grab like five of them. But this no. is this seems fine to me. Seems great.
1: Is this not the creepiest artwork, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? yeah why? Why, are they, why do they have to be little kids? <laughs> Sad. You can declare your
2: opponents with dead kids. Um, so just
1: crazy. as an FYI, I think in the future there's a four-mana white arrest spell. So it's basically arrest, but for four mana. So that's, I think, the card you want to to have. I mean, it's good on its own, but like that's the enchantment you're looking for. You don't want to jam crappy enchantments in your deck, just to make this thing work. Well, I, I know Nightly Valor's back, too, and we'll get to oh, that yeah, eventually. Nightly Valor, right. That's the imagine one, slamming yeah. that on this, all of a sudden yeah, you've pretty a like, 5-5 nice. five, five, Vigilance Flyer and a 2-2 two, two to block. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. good.
0: Yeah, this, oh God, good, so. this is a very solid card. Next, another card that we've seen a lot. Mm. Celestial Flare, Solid Removal Spell, probably gets a lot. Uh, I think there were less token themes before don't remember when we had this card but now with if we're against red obviously this becomes far less good so but still solid against a lot of the more mid-rangey creature decks that you'll face most of the time right Travis
2: Yeah I would agree um I probably main deck this and then take it out if I'm playing against a the tokens theme and you can still get value with it even if you are playing tokens because you can use it on when they're blocking <laughs> So, like, if they block your three-three with a token and a bear, well, this still does the job. Uh, for reference, right. it's white-white instant target player sacrifices an attacking or blocking creature.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, I'm just going to go through a lot of the cards that we've seen before really fast and let you cards read some of the newer ones. Charging Griffin, two-two um, for four mana, flying. Whenever it attacks, it gets plus one, plus one end of until end of the turn. Not something that was super good, but something I was very happy. Well, more than happy, rather, to play in my aggressive white decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, attacking for three in the air for four mana is just very solid if you're aggressive. Yeah. Um, Travis, go with the, the next one, which is a new card. All right. Cleric of
2: the Forward Order. It's a colorless and a white for a human creature. Cleric, 2-2. Two, two. When Cleric of the Forward Order enters the battlefield, you gain two life for each creature you control named Cleric of the Forward Order. <laughs> Oh man, we okay. slam
1: all of them you gain all the life.
2: Uh, it's a 2-2 two, two for 2, it's so. fine.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a bear, it's a bear, It's that's it, right? It's a bear
2: that at least gains you 2 life, right?
1: I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, well, for each, oh yeah, yeah, it's for each. So you get 2 life at least.
2: Yeah, I there's plenty of decks that I would play a 2-2 two, two, gain two, in, and if you happen to have multiples of them, sure, why the hell not? But I
1: would only play this if you need 2 drops. Yeah. Yeah, it's a filler Um, card. There are many two-drops, so it's just filler.
0: Brian, you get the next card, which I think is finally a very good non-mythic rare card that we'll get
1: in white. Speaking (laughs) of two-drops, Consul's (laughs) Lieutenant, white-white for a 2-1, First Strike, Renown 1. So I don't know if we've talked about what Renown is yet, but basically when the creature deals combat damage, um, and it isn't renowned, then you put a plus one plus one counter on it, and it becomes renowned. So number of counters equal to the number after renowned. So renowned one, and then whenever a council's lieutenant attacks, if it's renowned, other attacking creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. So that's pre bonkers that card. It's like already good on its own. If it was a two two one for two with first strike, and then it also anthems all your guys after <laughs> it renowned.
0: pretty good. Uh, It'd be too friendly if you play it early. Yeah.
2: Travis? Yeah, this is another thing that makes me want to see if red-white tokens is a thing. Mm -hmm. I kind of think it might be.
0: Right, right. It looks like they're pushing this theme.
2: Yeah, because we've now got two cards that pump, one at common, one at uncommon. I'm sure there's a rare version of it, too. This, like we've got to get tokens from somewhere but as long as we have them this is this is doing some serious work again with the double white that's kind of a pain in the ass you're not <laughs> always going to hit it on turn two which you'd really like to
1: yeah get yeah no, okay. notice in this set it's like really it's really heavy on like monocolor stuff like lots of colored pips you know mm-hmm. um, so that's interesting to note.
0: I'm taking a look, a quick look at, uh, I always use this as my reference guide, which is uh, Frank Karsten's excellent mana sources uh, guide, and it's like saying how if you want to be 90% sure to have white-white on turn two with a 40-card deck, you need to have 14 colored of uh, sources of that color. So to have 90, 90% uh, consistency, I mean, so sometimes you're going to, not be able to afford to, to lock up that 90% and, and play 11 or 12 lands to have that, I don't know what the math is, 70 or 80% chance to hit play it on turn two, but uh, that's what you're going to have to do some of the time. Um, next card, Enlightened Ascetic. Uh, a white and a colorless for a 1-1. When it comes into play, you may destroy target enchantment. Um, seems very yeah. underwhelming, maybe. cyborging <laughs> oh, yeah. this in. Yeah. Like the body's just too shitty. So yeah. um, the best it, thing about that card is that it's a cat.
1: Yes, that's all <laughs> it's got going for it. Okay, we're because talking it's shitty, about how this card would be in Theros block.
0: <laughs> that yeah, that would have been cool actually. They could kill all those. Um, it would just be like
1: creatures. Blade on a stick. <laughs> yeah, be pretty dumb But it's 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 pre-dumb, but like the bad dumb. Right yeah. <laughs> Not the good dumb.
0: Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's just a 1 1. It's like kill yeah, and, it's and sideboard.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sideboard with, with a bit of upside when you can use it. Okay, I'll give you the next card, Brian. All right. Enshrouding Mist. White. For an instant, target creature gets plus 1 plus 1 until end of turn. Prevent all damage that would be dealt to it this turn. If it's renowned, untap it. I like this card a lot. I think it's a good combat trick. Um, and also it can save a creature uh, yeah it keeps a, it keeps a creature from dying it prevents burn damage as well and it can, uh, if you have renowned creatures, it can uh, ambush something it's not a bad all deal over one, one mana for the cost for yeah, one. I was going to say all for one mana yeah, like I would expect wizards now to cost us at like five or something because um, <laughs> they're, really, they're really making tricks and in instants so bad these days Code of Venom.
0: Code of Venom, Brian.
1: Yeah, Code of Venom, that's true. <laughs> so anyways, I like the card. I think it's it's very good in a renowned deck, and it's pretty versatile either, either way. Uh, I think I think I agree with you just because uh, a lot of times, sometimes when you're playing uh, this
0: creature-on-creature uh, combat, and and you have... You sort of have to play a trick before they do. This sort mm-hmm. of makes it so they can't yes. trump you with like a first-strike uh, combat trick, or... Um, A pump spell of their own, surely, like, you'll get blown out by, like, if they have, like, a removal, like, a black removal spell, but this gives you some sort of uh, protection against, like I said, the first strike pump that they might have, uh, the green, plus plus two, plus two, and then they've they've just, you know, had to use that, so um, I'm I'm a fan of this card, Travis, are we all three on on the same page with this card? Yeah, I don't want, like, five of them in the deck, but
2: I think the first one has a lot of value. Okay,
0: yep. Okay, Travis, you got the next limited bomb. In, I would in. say so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, we have Kytian, hero of Akros, legendary human soldier, 2-1, so basically a savanna lion. Uh, next yeah. up is Gideon's phalanx. <laughs> what? <It is> <laughs> um, at the end of combat, if Kytian, hero of Akros, and at least two other creatures attack this turn, exile him, return him to the battlefield transformed under his owner's control, You can also spend two and a white to make him indestructible. He flips into Gideon Battleforged, which is a Planeswalker Unlimited and therefore probably amazing. Uh, Plus two, up to one target creature an opponent controls attacks Gideon during its controller's next turn. Plus one, until your next turn target creature gains indestructible, untap that creature. And for zero, you can turn him into a baby Gideon, a 4-4 human soldier with indestructible that's still a Planeswalker and will not die to damage. Pretty good.
0: <laughs> actually, how long has like, this got to flip? Um, Travis, it's funny because we're, we're probably looking at a different spoiler. I was trying to troll you actually, because the next card on my on my page was Gideon's uh, phalanx. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <What was that? laughs>
2: Oh, you're such a jerk. That's funny. Yeah, I'm looking at the official Wizard spoiler.
0: Oh um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: that's what I'm looking at too. <laughs> that's why I was like, yep. Yep, that is
0: okay, <laughs> Hey, is it just... Well, I haven't told Travis yet. I've told everybody, but uh, Brian, you do know that this card's named after me, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's KYT.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, is it is it a bomb? I'm not sure. It's just a 2-1... Is this what you look I mean... like
1: as a kid? <laughs> you just always chilling out at, uh, on statues, just, like, hanging out like this, arms yes. crossed?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the two
1: it's not it's not a bomb it's just a very, no. very good counter right I think. so it's yeah it's, it's it, you're right I mean like one mana two ones are, are not like bombs and limited but on the other hand it can block every turn right if it needed to and then if you get it out early and you're aggressive you can flip it to Gideon and you know like having a 4-4 indestructible is pretty nice early on
2: can you envision a board state where you have good attacks with two creatures that are not this card? Yeah. Okay, um, then it's good.
0: Yeah. Do like it says at the end of combat. So does that mean that he has to he has to survive, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. So you, you have but to dump like three. The... Yeah.
0: Yeah, you likely have to like tap 3 the turn yeah. that you want to flip them. Yeah. So Again, I'm not entirely sure how super... So do you think... you have it as a bomb, Travis, or like an 8 out of 10?
2: Planeswalkers work games, and this guy's not that hard to flip. Like, if you cast him on turn 1, okay, maybe they kill it or maybe you trade it off with a 2-2, but after you've done that, just the threat of activation means if they don't have something with higher toughness, they can't block it. And if they do, don't attack with him. He can sit there until you've got good attacks, and then mm-hmm. you can flip him into okay, not as great as as the Gideon we're used to, but still a pretty damn good Gideon. Make one of their dudes attack him. Yeah, if you've got blocks, that's fantastic. Yeah, you can, yeah,
1: you can break up board stalls with it, right? Because you just keep getting his like cr- his weakest creatures to come attack in. You, if
2: we apply the quadrant theory to him, then he's good on turn one. He's a decent late-game top deck, because you can at least block with him and flip him. He's good on a board stall, and he's even okay when you're losing, because at least you can block something and make it yeah. indestructible. I think
1: that makes him a bomb. Because he's no... he. At the very least, it's almost like he's that tapper, right? Because it's like one mana, and then you can spend three mana to basically nullify a big attacker.
0: Okay, I've changed my mind. You've upgraded. I forgot I was thinking of him too offensively because of his ability, but you're right. Uh, he's like... He's like those dredge, He can be like those Dredge skeleton guy blocking their biggest yeah, threat and so.
1: regenerate or whatever, right? Yeah,
0: right. So he is relevant late game as well. So so you're right. I've you've got me moving him a bit up uh, than what I had him at. Like I already had him as a very good card, but now he, he gets up there. He gets close to. I'm not super convinced that he's a bomb yet, but uh, we'll just have to play it.
1: Yeah, I like. I mean, I agree that like, if you're blocking and regenerating with him or whatever, making him indestructible, that's not where you want to be, right? No, um, but yeah. I mean, but he not... has versatility again.
2: Yeah, that versatility is what me ha- has me saying this guy's amazing. Whenever you draw him, you, I think you're going to be happy you drew him. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, Travis, do the card that I wanted you to do. Now.
2: <laughs> okay, Kyt's phalanx. <laughs> Instant. Put 4-2-2 White Knight creature tokens with Vigilance onto the battlefield. Spell Mastery. If there are two or more instant and or sorcery cards in your graveyard, creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. This is a very optimistic
1: card. Yeah, I think... So I was trying to get a sense of how fast this format's going to be. I'm not sure that you can get to 7 mana to, to do this. I I admire what, what Gideon's doing. Look at him. He's so happy right now. He's just like, er, we're going with it with the phalanx, but I don't know. I think if it if you pull it off, it can it can be good, but seven mana is a lot. Yeah. Yes. Seven
0: mana I wanna be winning the game somehow yeah. and uh
1: this is not it at all. So. <laughs> what about uh... well if you play this and you already have the two one with first strike renowned, and then you play the four man a three three that gives plus one plus one the next turn. Then you can have four 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 vigilance guys attacking. Hmm? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's only a three card combo with very specific circumstances. But <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah, this is not the white token maker I was looking. Uh, for. I mean, I w- no. I, yeah,
0: I won't be surprised yeah, not- if I lose to this.
1: But. Yeah, no, know we all probably will, but it's <laughs> it's not... We we want to do other things with our seven mana.
0: Okay, Brian, you got the next card.
1: Alright, Grasp of the high Hyromancer. <laughs> one white for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature. Enchant creature gets plus one, plus one, and has, whenever this creature attacks, tap target creature defending player controls. Um... Eh
0: all right ooh, ooh. come on let's have Whoa. a strong disagreement travis say it's awesome
2: i can't say it's awesome i will Fuck. say i think it's gonna be good in a white aggro deck much like yeah. glaring aegis was in this format and what was it hammer fist hand punch something yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: hammer
2: fist punch. It's,
1: it's gonna hammer be hand. it's gonna be good on the ghost kids i'll tell you that much absolutely I think That's what they are. Holy
2: shit! It's ghost kids. We've had ghost dads. Kids. Now it's ghost kids. Yeah, it's it's the ghost kids. It's
1: it's yeah. It's ghost dads' uh, children.
0: Okay. Um, Travis, wouldn't you say this card? I mean, Hammerhand and uh, Glaring Ages were both one mana, but for an additional mana, you get to keep doing this that ability. Sure. I think this is a more powerful ability in aggressive deck, right? I, I would agree completely. It, it yeah. also
2: opens you up more to, to blowouts because the creature becomes far more valuable than just the, the minor boost from the hammer hands or the Glaring Aegis.
1: Yeah. I guess I mean, the question is how good is the removal in this set? Which, from first glance, looks... It's okay. It's not hyper-aggressive removal, but it's still... You're, you're setting yourself up for a two-for-one, so...
2: That said, if you're aggressive enough, you probably don't care. Right, I like I mean, it. I'm not saying first pick it, but I'm saying if you're an aggressive yeah. white deck, you should probably have one or two of these in it.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's like, build your own. Um, we've seen how good... Um,
1: I don't like he- card is. <laughs> like, Heel Cutter. Or, oh, I guess, yeah, Okay, Heel Cutter, yeah. There was a, a shitty, card that was like this, right? Wasn't there? That was like the, three minutes, two or something, when it attacks. There, there was down. like one in Theros
0: block, their white one was expensive. Uh, you either bestowed it or... It was like a three-three creature for four or whatever. I forget that does this. Heliod's like- emissary. Oh, no,
1: Heliod's emissary. Yeah, yeah. And um, this is basically a,
0: uh, I mean, elite scale guard is is dominant in in. Obviously, it's five mana and you get a two-three body with it, but uh, this type of effect, this like repeated tapping, is just really it's annoying. If, yeah, yeah, if you're an aggressive deck, so I really like this card. Uh, if you're being aggressive, and I think that it will be awesome. That's that's so. The next okay. one, uh, one. How, question. how are... much? How many of these do you want in your aggressive white deck? I think I want ten.
1: No, I mean um. <laughs> I guess if I guess if all of your non-creatures were this card, and you okay. had all like two drops and stuff.
0: I'm such a dick to Travis. He's like asking me a question really nicely, and I just like <laughs> I don't. Roll his ass, but um,
1: <laughs> someone out there is gonna draft ten of these now because of you. Probably, I it'll think, be me. I think I we'll
0: Travis. Travis two two is fine. Like it's just like how he had like two hammer hands before, or whatever. I think I think two's acceptable. Okay. Um, I'm gonna read the next one really fast, because I think it's just. uh <laughs> Constructed. It might have. I mean, ha- Hallowed Moonlight instant for two mana, one colorless, one white. Until an turn a creature with enter the battle. And it wasn't cast, exile it instead. Draw a card. I mean, I guess if there's... haven't read the entire spoiler. If there's, like, a spectral possession type card yeah. that you need to counter and get value because you also draw a card, then maybe...
1: Um, well, there is. Gideon's Phalanx is your spectral possession. Oh,
0: right. This is the perfect counter spell. <laughs> Two-minute
1: two minute spell.
0: There's, like, <laughs> literally a
2: 500 make-a-token things in red. If I'm playing against a red player, they've probably got something that, that I can get value from cycling this from. I'm not going to take it early, and it's a <laughs> rare, so I won't see it often. But I'll grab it if I'm white and it's going around, because I will play against a red deck, and they'll be like, three mana, two, one, get a thopter. I'll be like, no. Instead, I'll draw a card. Okay, okay. It's um, going to be great. Uh, I want to give you the next one. the ceiling, thing. though, right? Yeah, that's the best you're getting out of it.
0: Yeah. Travis, you get the next card. Is something similar. Do you think this is a sideboard playable?
2: Healing Hands. Two and a white. Target player gains four life. Draw a card. Ooh, sorcery speed. <laughs> uh, 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 nah. Flush it. You
0: draw a card I don't want card to do this on
2: turn three. I don't want to cast it later. If it was an instant, I'm down. Yes, I don't right?
0: like
1: it. It's no... I think if... if uh... If this was like if there's more good burn that went to the face, like maybe because it would be almost like countering a burn spell. But there isn't that much. It's all gonna be creature related, and I'd rather play something that could block a creature than play something that gains me life. And draws a card. I'd rather play a guy than this. Yeah. Because it's really just sideboard for aggressive decks, right? But I'd rather have a blocker.
2: Yeah, I'd I'd rather have the two mana two two that gains you two life. Like, that affects the card and gives you some life. If you want to gain life, pick those
1: guys up. Yeah, that's a much better card. Okay, you're up, Brian. Okay, Heavy Infantry, four and a white for a 3-4. When Heavy Infantry enters the battlefield, tap target creature and opponent controls. No. (laughs)
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) Yes, This this is what I want at the top of my curve in my white aggressive deck. It's not amazing, but yeah, I'm going to say yes on this one. If white's aggro, this is a great tur- curve topper. You take two of these, they finally stabilize with that one thing, and you're five
0: points short of killing them. You play this, tap
2: their thing, kill them.
0: He's fine. I mean, is this better than, than my my hard-on for the enchantment spell? I don't think so, but I think I think this is your curve
2: topper in a white aggressive deck if you don't get something better. You don't first pick this, you try to wheel it. But you're you're fairly. I think you're fairly okay if you have one of these in your white decks. Okay. Ideally, like... you'd have zero,
1: right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know. I that's just how I feel. We
2: we've got to see how he stacks up
0: against other five drops. But for a common five drop, this is okay. I mean, he's he's doing the. It's doing its worst impression of an elite scale guard, basically. Yeah, and it's yeah. still pretty darn good. <laughs> that
2: tells you how busted Elite Skill Guard is. It's is his common brother that's just a little too fat to be Elite. It's
1: heavy.
0: The tree. It's heavy. It's heavy, energy. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Warrior Hixus. Two white, three colors, so five mana for a 4-4 four, four legendary human soldier. It's got flash, so already it reminds me of... Uh, a guy I've, I've that has owned me a few times, which is the four-four red guy, the Yeti, in uh, Fate Reforged. Uh, but he has more than that. Uh, whenever a creature deals combat damage to you, if this dude entered the battlefield this turn, exile that creature until um, Hixus leaves the battlefield. So you can sort of eat damage. Um, on your opponent's turn, and then play this to kill it, right?
2: No, and so, so, no? so not a... to block something.
1: Yeah, and, <laughs> that... and eat the damage. So you can three for one, right? So you, you flash did. in the guy, ambush oh. like a three three. Let the four four through. Right, and right, you health, and you still have a four four. Okay, it's this guy's good.
0: obviously really strong. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Your ne- next one, Brian.
1: <laughs> okay, so I have Knight of the Pilgrim's Road, two and a white for renown, one three two. All right, so three two with renown. That's, That's fine. It's filler. It's fine. It's it's fine. Nothing exciting, but if you want a three drop, you got one.
2: I think it may be better than fine. I guess it yeah. depends on how. Like, if you're trying to curve out a three two for three, is is pretty pretty acceptable and the fact that you can sometimes accidentally turn it into a 4-3, like, as part of a good curve-out, this isn't bad.
1: Yeah, I, it just seems like there's so many things that, that have two power in this set. Okay, okay. let's imagine we play... But you're the, right. And mm-hmm. then the next
2: turn we play KYT's Enchantment.
0: I was thinking the same thing, buddy.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Okay, my card is insane with Renown. My card is just re- ridiculous now, Then Enchantment. Yeah. I've, sold. I've sold myself okay.
2: Now I've got a 5-4 that taps
0: Actually, you now I'm, you know,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting sold on that too because of it's the gonna, renown, yeah.
0: It's going to blow people out. Um, Knight of the White Orchid, Kid Travis?
2: White-white uh, for a first strike 2-2. When it enters the battlefield, if your opponent has more lands than you, search your library for planes, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle your library, which is exactly what you need if you can play white-white on turn two. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fine. I mean, a, again, with the double pips. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely not something. Hmm, it's not something that I'm happy first picking just because of the commitment of, yeah. and it's so early and it's not as bomberific of let's as let's say the angel right. So it's not something I'm I'm jumping out to first pick. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's weird too because if you're playing this, you're probably playing the like a white X super aggro deck, in which case the ramping isn't the most important thing for you.
0: Hmm.
2: So sure. I think if you're already pretty here. heavily white though, you would take it. Like it goes along with the white aggression. Maybe there's a mono white deck you can draft if nobody else is into it.
0: hmm Okay, so now we, we mentioned this card before. Uh, we've seen it, we've played it before. It's it's been more installed in, in the formats in that format that it's been in. And it's Knightly Valor, the five mana enchant Chapman Aura when you enchant. Uh you enchant the creature but when it comes in. Uh, comes into play. I'm not even reading the right the text on the card. When it enters the battlefield, put a two-two white knight creature token with vigilance onto the battlefield. And enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, and has vigilance. I I've always liked this card. Just yeah. uh, boost boost the value of one of your shitty guys, and you get an, another dude yeah, get on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's
1: terrific. Just make sure your your opponent's tapped out before you play it. Yeah, so this is like this is the five drop that I want my my white decks. I know it's an uncommon, but it's crazy. It gives you a huge dude. He also blocks. It's good stuff.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that. It's better than the fat infantry. Way,
0: way, Travis, way. way. <laughs> um, Brian, you got next.
1: Yeah, we have KYTZ regulars next. Two white, white for a four-three with renowned one and an ability. White, white tap target creature. Oh god. So that's again it's showing that like they're really pushing you towards a very heavy white commitment if you want to play the bombs. This this is this is good. This is better than the tap for, for sure. On curve, four mana four three is fine, the renown's good, and you can you can get in with your renown creatures because you can tap down all the blockers. This guy's nuts if you're playing enough yeah. planes. Yeah. Yeah. But you this have to play a insane. lot of planes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm interested to like, see what the artifact can... creatures are now because if I can go mono-white with some random
1: artifact crap
2: dudes, I might do it.
1: Yeah, I'm curious about how how far they're going to push this mono-color stuff because maybe that's what we should be going for is, is mono something with a very light splash of another color.
0: Mm-hmm. This guy is absolutely insane. Um, yeah. I've The fact that the upside is that you, I mean, generally you're going to have double white, obviously, because you have double white to cast this guy, and later on in the game, if you have four or six, it's just, um, you're just going to win the game with this guy alone, so. This is a white Summit Prowler with
2: amazing extra text. Like, I already like Summit Prowler, and this just makes it better. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he'd be good even without the renowned One, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the tapping is just insane. It's not
0: even legendary, so. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Um, you got
0: next, Travis, a all tactics right. card. <laughs> KYT's tactics, uh, colorless, white,
2: white, sorcery, creatures you control get plus two, plus one until end of turn, spell mastery, blah, blah, blah. If you've got um, an instant and or sorcery, two of them in your graveyard, those creatures also gain vigilance until end of turn. Vagilance. <laughs> <laughs> <Jack was. laughs> so this is what our great teachers decree for three mana. There's, all, there's some sort of effect like this. Mm-hmm. Again, it it wants you to have tokens, and I haven't seen any white token makers yet. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe you play this in the red. Bo- there, there's got to be a, a Boros tokens deck. Yeah. Um, Double
1: white. You know, this is the first time we've talked about spell mastery, right?
2: I think there was one more on the the like yeah. spew, a bunch of two two Knight tokens out.
1: Yeah, oh. the 7 mana spell. Brian. No, right, How right, soon right, have you right, forgotten? I've forgotten the bomb. <laughs> Straight up seven mana bomb. Um, so I think with spell mastery, you really, I think in a limited environment, it's going to be hard to get spell mastery on. Maybe late game it would be, but if you play like five instant and sorceries in your deck, it's unlikely that that when you play this, you'll have it. So you have to really evaluate each spell mastery card as if it didn't have that text, and anything else is is bonus. So the question is: Is one white white for plus two plus one all your creatures worth it? And as Travis was saying, only in the token deck. <laughs> so thumbs down from KYT. Uh, KYT it's like, it's, does not approve of his own tactics. Thumb, it's thumb sideways.
0: It's because it's like tr- trumpet blast and volcanic rush. It's yeah. like all these cards that you sort of want, but you you have to have like a good idea of what your deck is going to be like in advance, mm-hmm. and it's not worth taking a risk to mm-hmm. take one of these early and. And they're likely going to wheel. Um,
1: and it's it's so. not instant speed, too. At least Trumpet Blast, you could wait to the last second to play it so you can know that you have the best. You know, like, if he didn't block, then you could be, like, free win, Trumpet Blast. You can't do that with tactics.
0: Yeah, right. Um, so Mighty Lee, everyone knows what it is. Plus two, plus two. For two mana, gives a creature flying. It's always been a solid combat trick, so I'm not going to go over that. Murder Investigation... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Travis, but this w- was not playable. <laughs> and it's still not. <laughs> and it's still not. Okay, moving on. So I get uh, a third shot. Patriot oh, yeah. of the Valiant. Ooh, a 4-4 four, four for 5. Like, we're getting a Sarah okay, Angel yeah. territory. Okay. 4-4 four, four flying for 5 mana. But when it enters the battlefield, put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on each creature you control with a plus 1, plus 1 counter on it. So, hmm. So it just boosts. Basically boost all your renowned guys, right, Travis? Or... Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, but I was in love with the five mana
1: four four flyer already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah, it's, we, it's got vanilla. vanilla. Everything and else vanilla. is just it's gravy.
0: Right, right. Not picking this over my irregulars, so but mm-hmm. it's so, an so... uncommon. Like you could get past this conceivably. Okay, this or my enchantment spell. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might be debatable. In one month, it might be debatable. You remember this. You remember this.
1: <laughs> I will the best, part this. Is, the best part is if it's not debatable, we'll totally forget this happened. But if it <laughs> yeah. is debatable, you will never forget it, and you will make it so that we will never forget it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I lose either way, anyway, but I, I, I'm fine with this. I think this is a great part.
0: I'm going to throw yeah, you out. Let's not forget, I'm playing a Pro Tour with this format. I'm going to 3-0 with oh. 10 copies. <laughs> uh, Brian. Here
1: yeah, Brian, you're up. Relic All right, Seeker. So Stone Forge Mystic. Oh, no, Relic Seeker. One and a white for 2-2 with Renown 1. When uh, Relic Seeker becomes renowned, you may search your library for an equipment card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. This card is... Not great, because I cheated and looked at all the artifacts, and there's not a lot of good equipment, if any. There's, like, maybe the land-seeking, land-searching one, but there's not good equipment. There are no swords, there's no batter skull. Okay, then re- remove that text from the bottom and say it's a 2-mana, two 2-2 two, two
2: with Renown 1. How is it now?
1: So, right, so it's, it's good in an aggressive deck. Yeah,
2: so it's good in an aggressive deck without the, ser- without the searching. That is true. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think the fact that he's a rare I means some people are going to take him when they shouldn't. Higher yeah, than
1: game. they should.
2: <laughs> but if Not it comes bad, around late and you're playing KYT's Colors, I think you take him.
0: I mean, you play this, then you play my enchantment, it becomes a 4-4, and then like you have to kill this guy. Or else it becomes like, you know, it's just a 4-4 that can tap your shit by turn 3. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, uh, Travis, you're next.
2: Everything's a combo with your Tappy enchantment.
0: Yeah, everything.
2: Uh, Sentinel of the Eternal Watch. Five colorless, one white for a giant soldier with vigilance at the beginning of combat on each opponent's turn. Tap target creature that player controls, and it's a 4-6. So
0: <laughs> <a> defensive
1: motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I like it. But, I like it. Oh. Dirtly as hell, but...
2: It's not, though. Like, if this is, just, again, your curve topper, it taps something on their turn, and then you get to attack and get with this.
1: In, and, yeah, and oh. you can block the next turn. It's actually, yeah, I like it a lot. And it's, it's kind of removal, too, right? It removes their best creature every turn. Yeah.
0: Um, You've changed my mind again, Travis. Two cards now. This card is a lot... Because I keep forgetting how, how um, something offensive can be seen as, like... Uh, an ability that I see as defensive, but you just you just, just convince me it's, it 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 stays until your turn. So yeah. it's a lot better. Not in love with it because of the mana cost, but certainly a good curve topper. Um, better than the three-four,
1: I think. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. So one thing I want to do, can we just go back for a second to renown? Because we're Travis and I were talking about how it's kind of like uh, Bloodthirst, similar, a little bit different. So do you remember how hard it was to get Bloodthirst to go on sometimes, mm-hmm. and like they even had like the you know tormented souls and the goblin whatever fire wielders and stuff to get your your uh, Bloodthirst on, and that if you could if you had to play it as like a three mana two two or first strike it was a lot worse than a three mana three three, so this is like that but you start off with a creature smaller, so you just have, like, that's the one thing that I have reservations of renown.
0: Okay, so that's a very Fair comparison. I mean, it's isn't it exactly like...
1: Bloodthirst, bloodthirst, but you have to start with a smaller creature.
0: It's
2: reverse Bloodthirst. Yeah.
1: So, oh. Blood Quinch. Blood winch. So that's the one thing. Like, I think I'm seeing this as... It's not as... Like, I think I see the renowned creatures not as, as highly as you guys see them. Because I'm thinking of it from that.
2: Do that, but recognize that, like, the Bloodthirst creatures were crap if you didn't bloodthirst them. These are okay if they're, they're not renowned. Right. And they're great if they do get renowned. But a lot of them are like two man they're like bears, right? Yeah, which are fine. The, the problem with the bloodthirst guys is they were either a one-one or a three three. These are they start out as a two two that can turn into a three three. So like you were almost embarrassed to cast the bloodthirst cards without bloodthirsting them. Whereas these guys, you you're kind of okay playing them as is and we like every other card in white says tap target creature and opponent controls, like you're getting through. You've got KYT's enchantment, this guy, the Sentinel, uh, the Fat Soldiers, like all of this stuff that's just like tap their dudes. Or even like you're thinking about that uh, buff your team plus two plus one thing as a way to kill somebody. What if you just use it to get in your right. renowned right. creatures because so, they, they have bad blocks history. now? Yeah. So I, I think it's gonna be easier to turn on than Bloodthirst. Which, in my opinion, makes it better
0: than Bloodthirst.
1: Hmm. Okay. Cautiously optimistic. That is my mood right now. I'm Facebook. leaning
0: towards towards Travis's uh, towards Travis's uh, opinion. Um, for those there's like three people randomly watching, I have this recorded so that people are are podcast fans that can listen to it at a more convenient time. Because I'll be but uh, for the people who are listening or watching us now, you. There's like a question and answer app. I know other people have used it in the past. So if you have any questions or if you disagree with uh, some of our evaluations, you may use that too uh, so that I can read it and, and interact with us. Uh, next up is Sigil of the Empty Throne enchantment for five mana, three colors, two white. Whenever you cast enchantment spell, put a 4-4 four, four white angel. creature token flying onto the battlefield. Sort of reminds me of a, a card and core set that, that made 4-4. Four, four. I forget the combo. Travis, do you oh, remember? you right. got a better memory than me. It like
1: uh, games was like Brindle
2: Boar. Yeah, it was when you gained life. For life, it made an angel. So he, uh, Derek used to play Brindleboar decks with that enchantment all the time. So, he, you know, he'd have pigs to block with, and then once they got the enchantment, he'd sack them all, and you'd make bacon angels. It was beautiful. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this card once the format is dead. Uh, until then, I'm not touching it.
1: Yeah, if, uh, if the Pro Tour has EDH in it, then I think you should play this card. KYT, <laughs> if, if it does not have EDH in it, then you should not play this card.
0: I mean, if I'm playing 10 of my enchantment card, I'm just going to string four fours. Oh, that's all. true. So you,
1: so you leave one creature in your deck, so you have the first one on it, and then just keep stacking them onto the top.
0: There's your combo, you baby. Make
1: five fives. Five fives so
0: powerful um, you get the next one, Brian. I think this one's a pretty solid playable
1: okay yeah it's a stalwart Aven two and a white for a one three flying with renown one yeah, so as you said, it's solid it's playable um, this yeah, guy this
2: it. guy does suffer from what you were talking about though because he's a little embarrassing without the renown,
1: but he's very but he on the other hand, because he has flying though he's, he's actually very easy to turn on. Easier to get in, yeah.
0: Yeah, a 2-4 for three mana flying is a very good deal.
1: Yeah.
2: We used yeah. to have to phase those out at end of turn. They were so good. <laughs> I
0: still
1: I'm
0: even too lazy. That I'm too lazy, so Travis, you got the next one, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Starfield of Nyx, an enchantment.
2: Four colorless and a white. This is a mythic, so giant <laughs> wall of text. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may return target enchantment card from your graveyard to the battlefield as long as you control five, count them, five or more enchantments. Each other non-aura enchantment you control is a creature in addition to its types and has base power and toughness equal to its converted mana cost.
1: <laughs> so if you draft what? 10... If you draft 10... Weight of no, the Underworld. Can't. Then it, it, does then it work? This?
0: It has to be non-aura.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. No, wait. Oh, non-aura. This is
2: just garbage.
1: But you can bring back the weight of the Underworld each turn to kill other things. Sure. How many oh. weight of the Underworld do you have to
2: have for this to do anything?
1: Because I don't think the other paragraph is actually remotely relevant in in this format, right?
2: Probably not. Okay, if I have five weight of the Underworlds, my deck sucks and I'm losing. But I'll probably right. draft this
1: too. <laughs> right. If you have five, if you have five of KYT's card, you get one ones.
2: So after they one blow five. me out on,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: destroying my enchantments when I cast them, I can get them back. Yeah, I don't.
1: I don't like this at all. All right. Yeah, I don't either. It's it's not good.
0: Um. Okay. Next one, suppression bonds is uh, three colors, one white. It's basically, I guess, a four-mana Arrest, but you can enchant non-land permanent, so obviously a solid card. I wish it cost three, but yeah, solid color all around. You can kill
2: artifacts and uh, planeswalkers with it, so that,
1: that makes it a little better, I guess. Yeah, um, 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 Ryan, you got
0: next?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Swift Reckoning's next. is one and a white for a sorcery. Destroy target tap creature. Spell mastery. Uh, you can play it as though it had flash. So it's removal in white. Um, it's fine. It's uh, like I'd play it. I think it's it's got upside of yes, spell mastery, and it's good to kill tap creatures otherwise. Um,
2: yeah. Especially with all the stuff that lets you tap guys like mm-hmm. incidentally in white, like you play KYT's enchantment at four mana on a dude, and then this. Yeah. Kill your dude. Everything, time, goes like, everything with that card. Yeah, everything combos with that card. Maybe maybe it is actually
1: pretty. Maybe amazing. this is the premier card. <laughs> maybe see what she's like.
0: This is a, a two mana assassinate with upside. I mean it's obviously yeah, be good. Be fine,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah um, like if you have spell mastery, it just straight up kills anything that that attacks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yes. I love it. Um I'm going to steal the next one from Travis because this is too obvious. It's a 2-2 bear again. Vigil- with, with like all these upsides attached to it, it's got Renown, 1, Vigilance. Obviously solid, don't need to talk about it. Uh, Totem Guide, Heart of Beast, I think we've seen this guy before, is a 2-5 five for 5 mana. When it enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an Aura card, reveal it, put it into your hand, and shuffle your library um, I don't know what's the most broken aura card in the format. I, I, I do. There's no special award, uh, but uh, since you do, Travis, is this a bomb? Tutor, if you have a bomb, uh, is there a bomb aura where you would slam, want this guy to increase the consistency of you drawing to that bomb? Um,
2: I'd, I would get Knightly Valor with it and be happy. It's the same casting cost. So, like, if you cast this and you get a free Knightly Valor and plop that on it, it does but, get your little yeah. buddy enchantment too.
0: Yes, yes, that's not bad.
2: So bomb no, you can but take, I think this is can also up. get
1: like arrest a right. Um, yeah. Claustrophobia is in the set, so it can grab a claustrophobia. It's all right. I, I like I wouldn't pick this highly because I think that having to go like turn five this into turn six nightly valor is is a little bit clunky. But but if you, you have two, enchantments for seven. Right, if you have enchantments worth getting, then I would take it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't take it highly. Unless you have no Yeah. Score. That's that's probably a more practical evaluation.
0: Yes. Okay. So once again we'll give Travis the complicated card. Okay? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's <laughs> me
2: tragic arrogance. Oh, I've experienced that before. Uh, three colorless white white for a sorcery. For each player, you choose among the permanents that player's controls an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, and a planeswalker. Then each player sacrifices all other non-land permanents he or she controls. So this is essentially... There was Shit. a card that kind of did this. No, this this is blow up everything you have except for this. Uh, I don't think you get what this does
0: yet.
1: I think it's... You have to... It's it's a little balancey.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You're right, Travis. Read, read this again. You're so, picking
2: the thing they keep.
0: Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. And so you they... pick the thing you keep, right?
2: Yeah, so it's like, blow up everything but your dumb little 1-1 token. I'll yeah. keep my 5-5. Yeah. Go.
0: Oh, so this is insane, then.
2: Yeah, I think it would be tragically arrogant to <laughs> underwrite this card.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. So it's it's like a bomb, basically. Right. It's it's, Plus, it's, you could...
2: it's. very similar to a Wrath effect in Limited, and those are always good. I mean, this is better than a Wrath effect. Yeah, because you keep your best thing and they keep their worst thing. Now, the bad side is, what if they've only got one dude and you really have to kill it? This is not going to do the job. Right.
1: Or if, <laughs> like... or if
2: you're the one with the shitty card
1: and all their cards are way better than yours.
2: Yeah, you're probably losing anyway and there's nothing yeah. you could have drawn.
1: You're As just... opposed to a Wrath yeah. could get you out of that situation. This can't. Yeah. But... Otherwise, it, yeah, it can it can definitely it kills a stall. That's for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Next up, Val, uh, Brian, you got this one. Valor sure. and Across or
1: yeah, three and white for an enchantment. So here are enchantments that we can turn into four fours. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, creatures you control get plus one plus one until end of turn. So again, if the token deck is a thing, then this could be an interesting card to add on. I'm not uh, yeah yeah I don't think I, I want to play it even in the in the aggro deck unless I have like tokens or something right like like with a dragon fire that's pretty spicy but for it doesn't do anything when it comes into play
2: it's a lot of mana for this yeah. type of effect I expected to see something like this cost it at two or maybe three
1: it'd be nice of it if when it when you played it it also gave plus one plus one at least it did something to. Them. But it doesn't.
2: Yeah, I don't think I'm in love with this. Like you would need, you would need a bunch of dragon fodders and the little thopter makers.
1: Yeah. You look, you look uh, like you're still thinking there, KYT. Are, you, are just, you on the fence? I just want us. Just want us to disagree.
0: Like we've yeah. we've only disagreed on, on my card where I'm. But now I've convinced both of you to be on my side <laughs> about my super enchantment.
1: Um, <laughs> well, my <laughs> disagreement is on all of renown. I think it's not as good as you think. So I'll probably be wrong, but that's my disagreement. That's a pretty big one.
0: Okay. Um, next up is my spoiler card, the yeah. two one flying. I don't even. How do we pronounce the first word, Travis? Like, re? <laughs> Wingman. If it's French, right? there Re. Re. It's a two. It's a fine card. Like w- wing drakeish. It's uh, except like one toughness, and its ability is not irrelevant. Uh, if you're like a white aggro deck and you're playing these clunky blue-black or whatever, it could certainly... There are some decks, and I've played those type of draft decks before where I'm playing like 12 creatures or or even less uh, that would get totally boned by an opponent playing this card. So it has that random upside, but um, it's just a fine card otherwise, and sometimes it could bone yourself because it could make Knight of Valor cost one more, or a specific... Or your Arrest cost one more, so... What do you think
2: about it, Travis? Yeah, you just take this if your deck wants a 2-1 flyer. If you're playing white, this is absolutely fine. You don't go into white for this, though. So that just means it's okay. It's not amazing and limited.
1: Yeah, it's like a middle-of-the-pack pick, right? Yeah.
2: Um, Or potentially sooner.
1: I mean, it is evasive. Yeah, yeah. So So
2: I, I think this is a second or third pick if you're in white. Like, you open a white bomb and get past this? Yeah, sure, take it if there's not something better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, what do you think of War
2: Oracle, Travis? I like this one, too. Um, I'm happy with the... A, a, like I mentioned, I like Summit Prowler already. This is pretty darn close to that. Three, three, four mana for a 3-3 three, three lifelink. The fact that it has Renown and every other white spell taps things. I don't think it's difficult to turn this on. Although, to note, we're in the Ws now, and we still have not seen the white tokens card. So you're not doing that without another color.
1: Yeah, uh, this card, I guess... The- Sucks to say it, Brian. Say it to Travis's face that he's wrong. He's fucking wrong this with card this card. Is- no, I like... No, I- Fuck! I know you want to instigate some sort of debate here. I really like this card. I think it's great. I love lifelink on big creatures. And this is, like, uh, basically the vampire outcast of the set, right? Like, yeah. it becomes 4-mana 4-4 lifelink, which is very hard. If you can't deal with it, you lose. Like that, that, card will take over the game.
2: Yeah, I like it quite a bit. Oracle, I like it.
0: This this card shit. Um, You're wrong. I think is unplayable. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I mean, if it weren't the renown, really, uh, the renown really uh, is the thing that that makes it for me because, uh, as we've seen in dragons, the 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 and, and the extra toughness compared to the. B two the dragons um, that guy's is because it runs into morph a lot the, yeah. the extra point of toughness is huge mm-hmm. and the fact that the, the threat of it becoming a four four life link uh, with the help of whether it be again my enchantment card or any other of these tapping things is is huge like um, and that's what makes uh, being able to attack like renown potentially really powerful because uh, the upside of this is really high. Um, so I, I think it's definitely a lot better like, sometimes a 3-3, three, three, uh, I think it's Fate Reforged green guy that gets lifelink if you have a black permanent, It was not a superstar, but it was sometimes a solid annoying card, but this mm-hmm. one, again, has the threat of renown, and a 4-4 four, four is, would have been crazy. Uh, yeah. finishing up, we got just a boring zero four 4 for one mana, Yoke to Ox that we've seen in, um previous sets and has even been a good constructed card uh, when it comes to stopping like Maul Red or whatever but uh, in in limited, I mean you've got to be pretty damn specific in in the matchup that you want this because it's not going to attack.
2: Yeah it looks like a controlling card and white does not appear to be a control color in this set it looks like it's very aggro
0: Right so I wanted to only do, oh, man, see, like, we're just, like, limited resources. I try to get through a color as fast as possible. Can't do it. We, 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 we took an hour, but I do want to see if we can speed through, not blue, but let's try to go through uh, some of the artifacts before I call it a, an episode. Um, okay. If you guys can whip that in front of you. Yeah. So, yep, um, ready to go. Try, try to start with the first one and give us your quick breakdown. Alchemist
2: Vile, too colorless for an artifact. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Okay. Sack it. Target creature can't attack or block this turn. Uh, it's a spell bomb, and you get the card right now. Uh, it gives you one falter effect. This is okay. I'm not like picking it early, but if I'm playing uh, a renowned deck where I need to get in damage, I could see play. I, I will probably play this in a deck and not be happy with it. it not yeah. be happy with it? Not, like, I'm not happy that I have this in my deck, but I would I would call this playable. Certainly not amazing, certainly not something I'm going to get excited about.
1: Okay. I actually think this card probably is more at home in... Because there's, I think, a blue-red artifact uh-huh. deck, um, as hinted by the colors of the, the vial itself. Um, because there are a lot of cards... In uh, blue and red, they care about owning an artifact, and so you can have an artifact without actually wasting a card on it. It's, it's not great if that's what you're going for, because it you know, doesn't affect the board.
0: Well, that means but, there's
1: two decks that might be interested in it. Yeah, so it's, I think it's... It, I didn't even think about the, the whole Renown thing, so that's interesting that it can be used for that, and it also can be used in the artifact deck. Wow, I
0: I didn't know they were keeping... I didn't look at the spoiler once again. Um, I didn't think they were going to keep that theme from the previous core set, right? A lot of these uh, artifact boosts, but uh, I guess I'll see that later. Um, Moving on. Travis, you get the next one. Too much text. Alhamaret's Archive. Five mana for a
2: legendary (laughs) artifact. If you would gain life, you gain twice that much life instead. If you would draw a card, except the first one you draw in each of your draw steps, draw two cards instead. <clears throat> Let the constructed players have fun with this. I'm not playing it. This is the
1: hero's podium of the set.
0: <laughs> okay. Next, Angel's Tomb. Whenever it's a three-man artifact, one of a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may have it become a 3-3 white angel artifact creature while flying until the end of turn. Um... I am not excited about this card. It reminds me of the oh man, I just played a scar. Well, wow, the Glint- scar's draft, right? Yeah. Glen Hawk Idol or whatever. No, oh, it don't remind me of the- Idol. You can activate at will. Yeah. You can activate it at will. So this seems like it's
1: probably shit. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I think again, if you're if you're playing the the artifact deck, may want this, but. It's not, like you said, it's not a reliable activation, so...
2: This card reminds me a lot of Angel's Tomb from Avacyn Restored, where it was originally printed, and it was good. Was it? Yep. I didn't play Avacyn Restored. Yeah,
1: I didn't, I didn't play Avacyn Restored either. Why was okay. it good?
2: Now because it was it, it was good there because that was a very creature-based set, okay? Because it was all about soul bonding, and all the removal was crap, and nobody could kill anything. So a lot of the removal was, like, sorcery-based and just bad. So that made this a 3-3 flyer that they couldn't kill with their with their removal. So that was set-specific that made it good there. You have to hit this on turn three. Otherwise, it's not good. But if your deck's aggressive and you're playing 17 creatures, a couple crappy removal spells, and then, you know, something else, this is fine. It's, it's actually better than fine. It's good. You land this on turn three. Next turn, you play a dude pre-combat. Go in. I'm going to go uh, finger... Uh, thumbs up. I like Angel's Tomb. Thumbs Screw up. You.
1: All right. And your thumbs down, KOIT? <laughs> I'll be, there we go. Thumbs to the, thumbs to the side there. Uh. I'm, uh, I'm not as convinced as, as Travis. I think it, it may see some play, but... I don't know. In the white deck, I'd rather have the three-mana three-two with round one.
2: This is Uh, fine. It has flying. Such a bad top deck. It is a crappy top deck. I'll give you that. But again, if you've got enough creatures in your deck, this is going to get in nine damage. What more do you want for three mana?
0: Okay, finally. We've got that. This is another card. Write it down. (laughs) This is the one. We're planting our flag on this
1: one. (laughs) Mana deprived. Big controversy. Angel's Tomb.
0: (laughs) Angel's Tomb. (laughs) Travis's pick.
1: Uh,
0: Let's see if I get my in
2: just about every deck. What the fuck? <laughs> Think about it. The blue-red deck wants artifacts. Everything else seems to be very heavily creature-based. Like, this is fine. Your deck's going to have 17 creatures. Close to half your deck is going to activate this.
1: <sighs> so if you have the the three white-white okay, wrath- this is my spell, one, from like... You can you can keep this <laughs> and a creature.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then play another one.
1: You have three creatures, and they only have
0: one. See, it's amazing. <laughs> um, Ryan, you got next.
1: You we got next, Ryan. We have bonded construct next. It's one for a 2-1, uh, and it can't attack alone. But it can block alone. That's um, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, It's a jackalpuff, I guess, that can't attack alone. So if you're this hyper-aggressive deck, sure, put it in there.
2: We had a little, like, what was the white bird, the 2-1 that couldn't attack unless you controlled a soldier or something yeah, like that? Yeah,
1: War Falcon, something like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is this is not great.
1: No. I think if you want artifacts, sure, you can run it, but it can be a blocker, right? Because I think the artifact decks are actually going to be um, not super aggressive, in which case at least it can block 2-2s. A lot of things, I think, have two powers, so...
2: Well, like, the, yeah, the whole sure. thing about a one-mana 2-1 one is it's awesome because you can attack on turn two, and this one can't. I
1: like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, War
0: Falcon I like just because it, it actually had flying, and you could actually happen. make make this annoying deck with, with uh, like, I had probably drafted decks where I had three or four of them, and it worked because I mm-hmm. had, so many, had so many of them.
1: Um, yeah, so I think, I think you have to think of it as if your deck is like a, whatever, more defensive, more controlling, blue-red Artifact deck, this would be like your two mana two two that would block, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is it's fine. an artifact that can block. It has two power.
2: Or any that's, controlling deck that wants to be right. able to block somebody's renowned crap. Yeah, turn this around for a minute. How many yeah. renowned bears have we seen that you'd like to block? Yeah. So this, this is this
1: that. is good. It's it's actually defensive. It's not an offensive card at all.
0: <laughs> that's our that's the man from Moto Analysis. It's a defensive <laughs> Card. I mean, it's funny because it was kind of true in the previous corset where you have to use it to stop a mechanic that will no longer exist, from what I've heard, which is Intimidate, and you yes. had Bronze Sables. You have to right. play that just to be able to block
1: just it Curses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, weird, but it's true. Strict upgrade Uh-oh. to
0: Bronze Sable. <laughs> uh, next up, Travis. Uh, we've seen this a lot before. Brawlers play is just a very slow equipment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's only good late game if it's the creatures have gone tall rather than wide. I don't like this. I think it's too much to
1: equip. Yeah, it's right. way too expensive. Four mana. You're spending seven mana. Oh right. Oh, my God. And then I if mean, it gets some, removed.
0: Sometimes, like, I think, like, it is possible. You have to keep this in mind for, for your cyborg. If you're, you have, like, this green-red deck that can't, Really punch through in a given matchup, and you have to know that sometimes you have to play a card like this. Break so uh, as expensive as it is. So there's just some board matches where like all like crazy.
1: Also combos with renown.
0: Also combos with renown. Yes. Yes. So
1: there's that. I mean. My enchantment's
0: looking better. It's seven fucking mana. Yeah, I know.
1: Versus, two. <laughs> versus, two. One, versus one white mana. Two. Mine's two. Oh, two, right. Two two white mana, yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got Chief of the Foundry,
0: three colorless. It's like uh, an artifact creature lord, other artifact creatures. Yeah. You control that, plus one, plus one. It's a two, three. I'm not sure how good it is. It it's amazing.
1: crazy. Like this is going to be crazy, because there are a lot of cards. That oh, are like, I forgot. Like, right. one, one Flying artifact creatures.
0: Right, right. I forgot there's about a, that. There's a it's sandstep uncommon.
1: outcast. Yeah, there's a common sandstep outcast type card in red. Two in red for two one makes a one one flyer as well. Artifact. Okay. All those guys are now two two flyers. Yeah, this guy's uh, yeah. nice. Yeah, this would be a reason I think this is to a, go into the. This artifact is the
2: first card. pick if your rares. Yeah, crowd. I
1: think so. I think what so. The... I would first pick this, and then it's go. It's
2: colorless. You can play it just if it's just a two mana, a three mana, two three. Yeah, it's fine. And, it's fine. You know, maybe I, you have I... like an Angel's Tomb, then it's oh, great.
1: Fuck that shit. Um... So <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> you play uh... Angel's Tomb, then you play this. It taxes a four four. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> see? Got there. Got there.
0: <laughs> um. Next card is a card that I was always okay to play if I didn't have, like, a curve topper, a 4-4 flying for six, which is um, somewhat, even in the temple, really high temple of Dragons of Tarkir, it seems like 4-4 flying for six is still fine. It's always it fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. This card's fine. It's it, I'm not first picking it unless it's a very weak pack. I'm not super excited about it, but this guy's fine.
0: Okay. Um, next up we find we have yet another three three for four mana and this is probably the least impressive of a bunch because its ability is when it dies you gain three of life. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, but we, we oh, never fuck. if
1: you have another four point. lands you
2: can always cast this one.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's right. again I I I think yeah, if there's a problem or if you're trying to go mostly monocolor, this may be filler. And also, if you're playing the artifact deck, then you may want it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But I'm not super. I won't be happy if I have to play this guy. Okay. Um, Speaking of not happy to play,
0: we got the zero six. We've seen this before. Three three mana. We don't have to go through for oh. three mana zero six defender. Um, a guy that like you have to play in certain matchups where you want to blank all their. Oh. There are ground guys like you could I could see you playing this in like a flyers deck. Like it has its place, but we, we already know what this guy does. Uh, yeah. Uh, wall of Tex, take it away, Travis.
2: Hangerback Walker. XX for an artifact construct. Hangerback Walker enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. When Hangerback Walker dies, it poops out <laughs> one one colorless copter artifact token creatures with flying. For each counter that was on it, and you can spend a colorless and tap it to put a plus one plus one counter on Hangerback Walker. This is Chronomaton with upside. It's it, this is fantastic. It's yeah. colorless. This is the rare I'm probably most interested in opening because it's good yeah. in any deck. And if I can get the artifact Pump Guy or some blue and red cares about artifact, like this. This is just this is great. Chronomaton yeah. was already yeah. great, and I'd have paid two mana for it and been happy.
1: Yeah. I like it.
0: Very nice. I have to look up Chroma- chronomaton again because I don't remember. One mana,
1: right? Chronomaton.
2: Yeah, or it was a one mana one one, and you could tap it and spend a mana to put a counter on it.
1: Yeah. But this one, you have to. So what's the difference here? You you it have to. Two. It costs two for a one one. Oh, okay. Same so thing, you pay mana to tap it, but then when it dies, it spits out those or poops out those one one uh, Thopter tokens for each okay. counter that was on it. So like but it's a, it, a late-game draw
0: because there's an X, X, right? So with the drawback yeah, of it, Okay, exactly. costs you
2: more. Okay. But so Even Chronomaton was fine as a late-game draw if the board was
1: stalled because they yeah, had to deal you, with it. Yeah, because you build up. You could just slowly build it up bigger and bigger. In this but one, this they has, have
2: to deal with it, and then they just get swarmed by all these little yeah.
1: dudes. Yeah, plus so this, if you just... Dr- if it's a late draw, too, it's, like, huge, right? Like, you don't have to wait for it to, to build up.
0: Yeah, I like it. Is, is this an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, uh, Travis? Definitely. No, 8, 8, or 9. For sure.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is what happens when we draft together on stream. Sometimes I'll ask him a question, and he'll just, he'll say that.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say a- 9 out of 10. I'll go ahead and plant a flag. This card is a bomb.
0: Okay, so you have this as nine out of ten. What's ancient tomb, uh, angels tomb out of ten?
2: Uh, fifteen. Fifteen <laughs> out of ten. Seven, Pro- no, prob- realistically it's probably a, a six. Okay. Or or a seven? Six and Come a half. On. I just I nice. like it significantly better than you guys do. Mainly because I've played with the card and it was it was actually pretty good in Avison Restored.
0: I'm ready to be wrong. So uh, yeah. Okay, Brian, take away the exciting
1: Oh, yeah, Helm of the Gods? Yes. Yeah, it's one mana for a creature it gets plus one, plus one for each enchantment you control. <laughs> equip costs one. This is what we get with our Relic Hunter, or whatever it's called, Relic Seeker. Ooh. <laughs> Hooray. Pass. I guess <laughs> pass, Travis. It's bad.
2: <laughs> if, if you're playing the KYT enchantment, everything comes back to this. Also oh, bear in right. mind this this <laughs> does also count your your expensive arrest. Right. It's cheap to cast and cheap to equip. So if I've got two arrests and two KYT enchantments, and I'm an aggro deck anyway, maybe it's fringe playable.
1: I think fringe is the operative word. Because without if you even if you have those in your deck, if you don't have an enchantment in play, it does nothing. Yeah. Um next up uh, yeah,
0: trash. a card that was happy to play in the old days, but I think with the draft formats yeah. being more high tempo, yeah. is this is this becoming less less and less playable now? Four mana the J...
1: how do you pronounce this? I think it's pronounced JMD tomb. i I believe I believe it's named after someone whose initials are JMD. I could be wrong. Someone can J-M-D. correct me, but um, I think that's the trivia of this. It's actually named after a guy who's JMD.
0: Uh, so in the old days this was super playable because of, of how slow the format was, but now I mean I think in if I was playing this in like Dragons of Tarkir it'd be too 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 slow. So mm-hmm. yeah. what do you think about it now, Travis? A card like this where a board you win a board stall, obviously, but eight mana to draw your first card.
2: Yeah, it's pretty yeah, rough. It's pretty rough. I, I would probably start this in the board in most decks unless I'm playing a very controlling deck. So I'll be on the lookout as we go through blue, black, and red specifically to see if there's a control deck. Because if there is, this might want it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, things have, have sped up enough that this isn't really usually a thing anymore.
0: Agreed. Okay. Is the next one another unplayable, Brian?
1: I actually really like this card. <laughs> Mage R- Ring Responder. It's 7 mana for a 7-7. It doesn't untap during your untap step. 7 mana to untap it. Whenever uh, Mage Ring Responder attacks, it deals 7 damage to target creature defending player controls.
2: I like it too. It's kind really like and it. it. It's, like, it's, kill remo-
1: it's like repeatable removal. Like, just spend 7 mana every turn and you kill their whole board. And like when it's attacking, like it's going to kill one guy and then maybe kill two more guys who chump block it, or three guys, or you deal some damage to them. Hmm. I and misread this it. guy.
0: I misread this guy. I thought he came into play tapped. So I was like, yeah, this guy's shit. Yeah. And does.
2: if you can cast him, he's he's sort of got pseudo vigilance because you can just untap yeah. him if they attack back. Sure. And eat a thing.
0: Okay, sure. this guy's super. This guy's actually pretty damn good. Um, yeah, plus there's I really
2: amazing like giant metal donuts in the background. Oh, yeah, that's
1: that's tasty. Yeah. That's good.
0: I always thought like nice. Matt, my eyes just tricked me. I thought you this thought guy came Yeah, like it because it always like these type of guys where you have to pay an obscene amount to untap usually like comes into play tap or something. Yeah, um, I, was, I think this one's good. Meteorite. Yeah, <laughs> again, we've seen this before. It's a fine card in in the right deck. Um, Orbs of warding, five mana. You have hexproof. And if a creature would deal damage to you, prevent one of that damage, I think this is way too fucking slow. And mm-hmm. X-Proof is not really that relevant and limited in a lot of yeah. limited matches. Agree. Okay. Next. Um, however, yes. let's let's do okay.
2: note that this stops Thopter tokens from killing you.
1: So a sideboard card.
2: It yeah, at best. best.
1: Yeah. yeah. I pres-
0: mean, once they have, like, a Chief of the Foundry... They say fuck you to that plan, right? Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Unless you Ring. have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Um, <laughs> Prism Ring, when it comes into play, choose a color. When you cast a spell of the chosen color, you gain a life. Typically not playable, but... Yeah.
1: Well, I'm happy uh, that they, they condense the five lucky charms or whatever that they always put in these sets into one card, so it's less wasted space. So if three
2: guys were, like, to go to a GP in Portland or something, they wouldn't open, like, 12 of these.
1: Oh, we probably still would. We probably still would open 12 of this card. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Pyromancer's Goggles. Uh, Brian, what do you think of this card? Interesting
1: card. So it's five mana for a legendary artifact. Tap it to add red to your mana pool, and if you spend it to cast a red instant or sorcery spell, then you can copy the spell and choose new targets for the copy. So I looked at the... um, red spells, unfortunately it's it's an interesting card. I don't think it's, it's, it's that playable in the end. There aren't that many cards that you want to copy. Plus, again, you're not going to put that many instants or sorceries in your deck. So you're putting this five mana expensive mana rock just to maybe copy the whatever three removal spells that you actually want to copy. Yeah, no bueno. No? Interesting. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Nah, no. Just now, nah, I thought Travis would would actually like this card, like going deep. But uh, I guess
1: not. no.
2: Josh it's Frankel true. will draft an amazing deck around this and three O with it, and it'll be really cool. But like bread and butter limited, this is not this is
1: not a thing. Yeah, because we don't have yeah. we don't have lightning bolts or lightning strikes in in this format, right? Like, and it it so says it has to be a red in center. yeah, yeah style, that's, so that's like, what
0: I was gonna say, Travis. It's limited yeah, and it's, that little. It's it's not.
1: No.
0: Okay. Um, Travis, next up, we got a new version of Juggernaut.
2: Yeah, it's it's like the Buddy Knot. You have Three mana for a 2-3, attacks each turn if able. If you control another artifact, it gets plus 2, plus 0. I think this is fine. It, it doesn't look yeah. like they're making it very difficult to play lots of artifacts in the same yeah. deck.
1: Because you could play the two-mana cantrip artifact into this, for example, right? If yeah, there's to. just,
2: there's so many, a lot of these artifact creatures that we've seen especially are quite playable. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably want to have, what, eight of them to be able to turn this guy on reasonably? Yeah. Because I, I don't want to just jam him into a 3-3, and we've seen plenty of those as well. Like, I think three 3 power, 3 toughness is looking like the base state for this set so far. I could be wrong, but... That makes him a little worse than normal because he doesn't have the... He's not already a, a
0: 4-3. Yeah, so he he's not as awesome as Juggernaut. No, this, no, this, this not is not close. the new Juggernaut. No.
1: This is like a compact Juggernaut. It's not even as good as the that red card from M15. You know, the 4-mana 3-3 three, three that gets plus 2, plus 0, and trample or something like that. Yeah. But it's... Uh, I mean, it's along the same lines. It's it's a fine... Again, it's a fine card, like a role player. It's it's not a bomb. Yeah. Um, the next card,
0: Ruined Servitor, is just like a 2-2 for two when it dies. We've seen this before. Each player draws a card. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you need a bear that you want to play that has an effect that, you know... I see two
2: decks that want this. a control deck that needs to block their early stuff and is... Their, believes their cards are more powerful than their opponents, so the, the drawing a card is an upside, and then any of the artifacts matter cards. If you just need something to turn that on on turn two, this does it, and I like it better for that than the little orb thing cycling yeah. artifact we saw earlier, because this cycles too.
1: Yeah, and it, yeah. It's also, um, I can see it too, if we real if you're, like, stretching to play mono-white, for example, then...
2: then oh, yeah,
1: that's a fair point. Good call. Right. It's, it's a fine bearer. like, you'll play it,
0: um, so we've got five cards left before I want to call it a show. So, Brian, yeah. number five.
1: All right, Sigil of Valor. Two mana for another artifact and equipment. And whenever a creature attacks alone, it gets plus one, plus one, until I turn for each other creature control. Equip cost one. Nah. It's all right, Sim- I guess. It's, but it's, it's weird because it's at odds, right? Like, you get plus one, plus one for each creature you control, but it has to attack alone. So, I mean, maybe if you're playing some sort of deck with a lot of, like, Thopter tokens that are going to chump block for you, and then you have one big flyer, I could see that being good, but I don't...
2: Or just put it on one of the Thopters and swing it in. Like, was Exalted Archangel a bomb? Yes. This is Exalted Archangel without the body the body was part of what made that a bomb but so was the effect i think this is actually pretty good i don't think you pick it early i think you make the deck that goes wide and then you grab
1: one i think the good thing about exalted archangel is that it was good regardless of how many creatures you had right this card we're talking is...
0: about, we're talking about sub, sublime archangel yeah that one or that's sorry, su- sublime,
1: sublime. Sorry, not, sorry. not exalted yeah sublime yes um yeah because sublime was good, if, even if you didn't have other creatures. But it did Just, give something an attack immediately
2: when you played it. Like you played it, and all of a sudden the two two that couldn't attack now can, because it's at least a four four. Yeah.
0: This is a, oh, Wow, this one's hard to evaluate. Like I said, I don't
2: think you take it early, but I think if you if you're playing some sort of weenie deck, this can allow you to like what, say this is a yeah, it lets you switch the axis of your deck immediately. Oh,
0: okay. I'm
2: I think I'll put that, one of these in any tokens deck.
0: I'm not even sure if it's good or bad now. You've got, it's me, both. you've got me.
2: It's good and bad. Your deck has to be one that's going wide and wants to be able to pivot very quickly into yeah. one that's going tall.
1: So I think it's it's in a very specific deck, but it's good in that
0: deck. But like that. If all my thoughters have flying, it's like but then gets,
1: you get and they play a four-four four flyer,
2: and you've got three thopters, you know, plus three other guys. Well, now you're at a board stall. But if you have this, all of a sudden your thopters can start swinging in for, what, six damage? That's pretty significant.
0: Uh, I'm Turks. not sure. Yeah, it's it's hard. Um, the cheap. Uh... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'd have to. Uh, uh, so far. It's, minute,
1: but it doesn't matter yeah. you because you. Right, right. It's, it's, not not be it really, yeah. it's not boosting your defensive.
0: It's not boosting your defensively if you shift yeah. it to another guy to defend. Yeah. So, um, I'm skeptical. I, I want to try it, and I hope Travis tries it a lot before uh, my PT. Um, next up <laughs> Sword of the Anemist. Two, two colorless. Equipped creature gets plus two, plus two. Two to cast, two to equip. Whatever it attacks. You may search your library for a basic land card and put it into the battlefield tapped. Not into your hand, but into the yeah. battlefield tapped. This card is plus uh, silly. Plus
2: one, plus one. Actually, I think you said plus two, plus two.
0: Oh, plus one, plus one. My bad.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not it, super animated about this, but here's your <laughs> rampant growth effect.
1: I like it. I like I it too. Yeah, I like it. Like uh, again, I won't. I probably would first pick like some. Commons are uncommons that are better than this, but like this is pretty good, right? Like you attack every turn, you thin your deck, you get more lands, you ramp.
2: I, I think it's I think it's playable if you have a deck that has low drops but also wants to ramp into stuff. I'm not like going crazy about it or super excited yeah. about it. The two to cast, two to equip means I'm not really ramping early, and I've already spent four mana just to get one land. Yeah. Like if this is one to cast and two to equip, I'd be a little more excited. Two to cast and one to equip, I'd be very excited. Balanced as it is, I think it's it's just on the the playable side of things because the plus one plus one isn't enough of a bonus. Is not enough, or is enough? Is not enough.
1: Is not okay. enough. Plus so two plus one, and we're in question. Oh no, never mind. I was thinking there was a card in Zendikar that was similar, but it drew the
2: card, right? Yeah, I, I think what this is hinting at is that the Landfall is going to be a returning mechanic in Zendikar, and right. here's a way for you to get two triggers.
1: To get your Landfall, yeah.
2: Yeah, but since Landfall isn't in this set, it doesn't actually do anything.
1: Yeah.
0: That's fair. Uh, would you say the, the next equipment's more playable, Travis?
2: Absolutely. Put it on a flyer. Life is good. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of flyers that you can find in the set. Yep. Yeah, the next one is Throwing Knife, two mana to equip. Equipped creature gets plus 2, plus 0, oh, and if you'd like, when it attacks, you can sac it and deal 2 damage to target creature or player. So this is 2-mana burn to the face for 4-mana if you need it. Like, if you can get your opponent to 2, this will just kill him. Um, but you can also put it on a flyer or a thopter token or whatever you like and start swinging it in. It even makes something small, something that would trade up. You can also use it defensively for that. Again, you got to be careful about how much equipment you put in your deck, but this seems like a good one and an uncommon... I- I can imagine playing
0: this in a lot of decks. Yep. Um next up two veteran sidearm? Yeah. What do you what do you think, Brian?
1: So it's two mana for equip creature gets plus one plus one with equip one. So that's not enough. But we don't like we don't usually play these plus one plus one uh, equipment, so yeah, exactly. Two thumbs down from KYT. I'll thumb give off. it one thumb down. Yeah, this it's, is the card you find on the bottom of the
2: tournament uh, floor. The
0: last card just... Yeah. Do you have a boner for this card, Travis?
2: No. Does he I, have a nope. horn for Warhorn? <laughs> Are you a horny for Warhorn? I, I think it's, again, something that goes into token strategy, and I, I haven't seen the cards to make it yet, but like we haven't reviewed them, but I, I believe that they're here, uh, primarily in red and blue. So this may be something that you'd play there. They want an artifact... They're going to be making multiple creatures with one card whether it's through dragon fodder or other token generating cards and that makes this fine again I'm never slamming this or first picking it but if I have that that deck that's going wide this is probably a better thing to put in it than the equipment we saw earlier actually that's an interesting discussion I'm not 100% sure that it is would you rather have uh, Sigil of Valor or Warhorn in your tokens deck
1: Sigil of Valor or Warhorn
2: your I think I might rather have the Sigil.
0: Mm. I mean, I think it comes down to... Warhorn will probably... Probably kill him faster, eh? Clock, clock them faster, and Sigil is just more resilient to them having a big dumb flyer. And so I think it's very... The value it's is going to... Depending on your matchup, and, and more likely than not, I think... Most of the time you'll probably prefer Warhorn just because be right. just because you're hoping that you have like some other spell, like something that you can use to um to get to get their annoying three power flyer or whatever out of the way. Um and when they don't have it, you know, like I said, they, this just kills faster. It just doesn't do a lot though by itself. No. No it doesn't. Well neither
1: of them does, so
2: yeah, and neither of them do anything on defense. If you, you have to be ahead for this to do anything,
1: I'm not super don't. excited about this card actually. Um, no. I again, if we we're gonna pick a card to have, it would be the Chief of the Foundry, but like being a three-drop artifact. But yeah, that's better.
2: All right, one thumb down
1: for Warhorn. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not impressed by it. But again, we'll see because maybe there are a lot of cards that just make let's like, spit out these Thopter tokens and then you drop this and you win the game, right?
2: Yeah, we're gonna have to review the other colors now.
0: Okay. No, I'm calling it a night.
2: So but not now, now. <laughs>
0: not now, now. But now. Yes. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with you guys, and uh, yeah, already I think I think my brain has expanded. Uh, as, as to I just wanna you know, at any opportunity, Travis Travis knows this. It's funny to disagree with you. Um especially since I'm trolling uh seventy five percent of the time and I know Brian Brian loves it. Oh I love it. I love it. It's the greatest thing it. ever. Yeah. <laughs> so Angel's tomb, um that's that's <laughs> one big thing. This is this is the one, yeah. The, the this two yeah. It's Angels Tomb and Grasp of the Higher, Higher Ol or whatever that yeah. is. Uh, a KYT All Star. Like, this is not the first time I review a set without reading any other pros, uh, reviews yet. So it's 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 quite interesting for me uh, to do this. Yeah, I've so, kind of enjoyed
2: uh, that aspect. Like I, I haven't heard anything, or yeah, I, I, I looked at looked at the spoiler a little bit, but not really gone deep on writing stuff down. So this was a good experience for me too.
1: Okay, um, the last
0: one. One. Two, three. Three. One viewer wanted quickly to know what we think about Mana Gorger Hydra. So in green, 3 mana, 1-1 mm-hmm. one, one Hydra, Trample. Whenever a player casts a spell, put a plus-1, one, plus-1 one counter on Mana
1: Gorger Hydra. Wow, this is pretty good. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so, well, you have to think about it. I mean, it's very good if you play it on curve, right? It's very bad if you top-deck it. Correct. So, Correct. But if you play it on curve, it's pre bonkers because every it's every up. spell every spell yeah.
0: pumps it. Like you're you're doing something, they're doing something. This this you get the full value very quickly from this guy and then some. So yeah. solid card, I think. Great
2: yeah, job, lousy top deck. Such mm-hmm. a bad top deck though. I'm not as in love with it as you guys are. Okay, so the payoff is I cast this on turn three. They beat my face in because I just cast a three mana one one. And then they cast another creature, and I got a two-two. And then when I cast another creature, I can finally attack them with a three-three. Uh, okay. I'm not convinced this is amazing. I think it's okay. No, I don't
1: think. Yeah, I agree. I don't I think, think it's yeah. An amazing. Yeah. I think um, it's. A, I
0: am willing to give it a
1: a seven. I think. Five. I'll go. Lo- yeah, I'll go lower. No. I think it, the, I, I think I can see me loving the upside of this. Um, I, I think the question think, is how much work are you willing to put in right It seems like you have to put in a lot of work to get a four four trample for three mana.
0: I only have to do half of the work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> your, your opponent just think of this if, if it's so bad. I like to cast creatures that, that can at least threaten to block. And this one just can't. I just <laughs> cast a three mana one one. Like they're gonna be like, okay, whatever attack. And is there a removal spell in the format that doesn't kill it immediately? Like even like we haven't even gotten to the crap removal spells, but I'm pretty sure all of them will kill it. Now mm-hmm. the good news is like if it's one damage, that won't kill it because it'll get a plus one plus one counter. But ev- everything that can kill something can kill
0: this. Shock it it's plus one plus one counter. Okay, it's still dead. That's fair. I, I can't disagree with that. So, so so far, only two cards. But, like, you, you guys have come around to my enchantment, so that sucks. Um, our only major disagreement for this first uh, Magic Origins review between me and Travis is Angel's Tomb. But he's played it way more. I've played it zero times. So I definitely, uh, in a vacuum, would trust uh, Travis's opinion more than mine, obviously. I,
2: I've also played Origins zero times, so that's worth noting as well.
0: <laughs> no, but you played Avison Restored. You've actually played the card. And oh, why yeah, I have played a mask? Someone gave me a mask. Anyways, uh, until next time, which I just like to troll me uh, via the cam. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> so we'll see you next time. I don't know when we'll record the next one, but hopefully. You guys got something from listening to us, uh, trash, uh, quite, quite a multitude of white cards, to be honest. Uh, we yeah. didn't like a lot of them, so it doesn't look like a, card, a color I'm excited to play unless I get one of the bombs. So, see you guys next time. Bye! Good night.